Welcome to With All Due Respect, this is Chef. And as always, when listening to our podcast, subscribe, tell your friends about it, uh, support us on Anchor. You, you could uh, send money on a monthly basis. You could send money to our cash app. Um, you could send cash any way the fuck you want. We just want the money, bitch. It's episode 160. Gentlemen? Will with the white voice, what up? <laughs> 5,000 North Side of Florida. It's your boy J. Joe, Tupac's back. Man, I was bullshit. I don't want to call you. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mean to call y'all a bitch. Um, just miss y'all, man. It's been, it's been two weeks, man. Two weeks since we, we last um, got together. We didn't, we didn't talk to each other. Um, maybe I'll Why are you sounding like a slave? Like what? <laughs> uh, how talk like how sound like a slave? We I'm, ain't I'm seen each other. We ain't, we ain't seen even talked. Chicka chicka no bin no bin no bin. It's been a month of Sundays, <laughs> as the old people used to say. You show this a sight for sore eyes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Jump back, turn around, pick a bell of cotton. Pray, praise be. <laughs> Speaking of black, oh lordy, oh, that's what happens when niggas be playing. That's how Black History Month over all the slave slave talk, right? Yeah, we missed y'all during Black History Month. I mean, it it is what it is. Life happens. I mean, it's been a lot lot going on. Um, So let's go through it. I mean, so five thousands birthday was the first week. I mean, it was a milestone birthday. So. Um, happy birthday to you, 5,000. Yes, Lord. Thanks, I appreciate it. I thought we talked about that already. I did, too. No. No, we didn't talk about it. We haven't had a podcast. How are we yeah. going to talk about the birthday? Because you said we talked about Valentine's Day. So we talked about Valentine's Day. We talked about that. It was all together. No, your birthday was after the fact. Your birthday was like two weeks ago. His birthday is literally a day after fucking Valentine's Day. <laughs> but we didn't but we didn't talk. Right. We didn't Podcast. I'm on chef's side. We didn't talk about Valentine's Day. Oh, okay, sorry, guys. Yeah. Oh, gotta get these takes off. So. Oh, I was trying to wish you happy birthday. You kicked me in the nuts. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I say thank you. Thank you. So it is a milestone birthday for you. Um, how'd you celebrate? I mean, what'd you do? Um, trying to remember. Oh, I had I, sex. Okay. <laughs> well played. I well played. Out. I went to uh, I went to a birthday dinner uh, with my family. So, what what is a birthday without love. sex? Because your birthday is definitely a fucking holiday. What is a birthday without sex? Right. What was the follow up question? It was, it was rhetorical. Oh no, you talking about the J Joe? No. Mine was rhetorical. No. I not, well, I was going to, well, what was your rhetorical question? What's a birthday without sex? I mean, uh, it's, birthdays, birthdays are definitely fucking holidays, so, is there a bigger, at the very least a head holiday, because, what well, if you don't want to, like, it'd be just like my birthday, I don't want to, like, sweat, but I do want, uh, some fellatio. That's an outstanding question. A, a head holiday? Like. It's your birthday. So, I mean, I guess... I think it supersedes it. It supersedes it because of the additional effort required. It's actually a valid question that you're you're posing because does does head trump pussy? I think so. As as in, like, like I'm doing more of something? 
Yeah, I mean, I think women feel that way. Like, they definitely do. At least in the African American community. So, so, so head is like the VSOP, and pussy's the VS. So what's what's the XO? <laughs> that's, for, that's for the that's for the third person that podcast. booty <laughs> oh man unicorn park oh guys. man I don't think everybody I mean, agrees with that though I, mean, I think that's a good poll does, does head trump pussy I, I don't I, I don't I don't think that's the case whatever what do you mean I trump like cause it's, it's from two different ways something I think it, it, it trumps intercourse I mean I mean for, I mean for, I, like for me, I, I I disagree with that. Like, eighty eighty to ninety percent of the time, I'm gonna want the vagine the vagine over the over the head. I would I do too, but like on my birthday, like I want like um, I want a longer version. Maybe like that's got more to do least. with you than the delivery system. You said what? I think that's got more to do with you than the how how the satisfaction is delivered. What do you mean? Like, like? Uh, well, you said you wanted to be longer, right? Yeah. No, I mean, I want. I, it's like here's the thing. It's like I'm not gonna. I'm not like a quick nutter, if you will. But I, I, I'd rather like get hit like for a long time. Like it's like this. That's, that's the baseline. That's the base of the of the act for that evening. So, let's say, okay. That's the entree. Twenty minutes. That's the entree. And then we end with dessert, but desserts like I mean, it's it's, it's a piece of um, it's a piece of uh, carrot cake. It's like really small, and after like you get steak and potatoes and, and 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 spinach and things like that. Yeah, see, 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 see. For me, the head is more the appetizer, and the vagine is the entree. I mean, that that that's why it's interesting because if you talk to different people, they're different parts of the meal. But anyway, we digress. So yeah, so five thousand. What would you eat with your family? What y'all eat? <laughs> it took all that time. Dude. Right, nigga. I just... uh, went a longhorn, man. Oh, that's awful. Good steak. Yeah. Longhorn, he's good. Nigga, a good bread too. What was your birthday steak? Let's talk about it. Oh, actually, I didn't even get a steak. I got uh, parmesan crusted chicken. Parmesan you got the parmesan crusted chicken? Yeah, because I just had a steak. Oh, yeah, so let me back up. Um, right. right. I'm like, nigga. So and then go to an actual, Italian restaurant and get tacos. Right. Y'all got, y'all got wings? My actual, so the birthday dinner was on the day after my birthday because um, everybody can be accommodated on the day after. So on my actual birthday, I did have a steak. I had a ribeye. That's my go-to. That's pretty much all I eat is like ribeye. I switch it up every now and again, but normally ribeye. And how how was it cooked? You know, this is a controversial topic. Medium. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, I wasn't trying to insult you or nothing. I mean, the way you responded oh, no, to me, no. it seemed like you took issue with me, like even asking you the fucking question. Because because any because if a nigga asks you how you took your steak, it's a it's a reason why he's doing that. It's to ridicule you. <laughs> No, it's not. Like, the, you it, just set you set the nigga up, like no, for real, like. No, so it's not the ridicule. What, it's the it's what the cut of, what cut of steak. It's because the ether the ether ridicules right. So we got to get it out there that five stacks knows what the fuck he's doing. See, I, I would hate if you got a media well just because you know what I'm saying. But anyway, 
That's so did you up. do anything else? Like, are you, you had like a trip planned or? Uh, you trying to shit on his man's birthday? Just law, man. God damn. His birthday was wasn't impressive around, enough man. for you? That's, I mean, married nigga questioning that, boy. So, man, like, <laughs> no, nobody did anything special for you? It, it was your birthday. birthday. That was it. Like, God damn. Leave that man alone. birthday. Let's, let's try to find man, out. Happy birthday, man. Let's move on, man. Happy this birthday, five shit. stacks. God damn. Cool. <laughs> you can do nothing. <laughs> I was. I had no. Never mind. So the other thing that happened the the, the next week is, as we all know, um, J. Joe lives in New Orleans. He's a a lover of the city and the J. culture. Joe is, J. Joe is yeah, I think New Orleans. Yeah. J. Joe New Orleans is fucked. Do um. My lady, was this the smoke first? Smoke. Was this uh, was this the first Mardi Gras in two years? It has been. Did it last year? Did you? No, nah, I didn't do it last year. Nope. Mm-mm. Hold on, no. So no, they had Mardi Gras. Oh, they did that's have what, it, right? That's that Mardi was the petri dish that got you know. That was the the breeding ground for COVID. So yeah, so they didn't have it last year. Um, but yeah, good times, good 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 times. But before we get to Mardi Gras, because you skipped over Valentine's Day, real quick, do y'all niggas know y'all's love language? Yes. Uh, what, what? 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 What's your love language? Uh, I'm. I have kind of two acts of service and words of affirmation. This is how you like to love, or like you, have, or how you like to be loved. No, that's, that's how I. So like it's those are two different two different is. things. That's, but, that's how I like to be loved. How I love is acts of service. Okay. Chef, since you want to jump all in. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I thought. I thought. It, I thought. It, I guess I'm. I'm. Mi- I'm mixed up. Nick. I thought the love language thing was only kind of coming from your perspective on how you want to be loved. I thought that's how it worked. Um, you can. You can do it both ways. Okay. I mean, I know how I love is acts of service. How I. I like to be loved is acts of service. Okay. Five thousand. Um, I don't believe I know mine. Um, but like it's not words of affirmation. I know that because uh, well, that's time for another day. But yeah, I know it's not that one. Um, I don't know. Maybe what is the acts of kindness? Is that one of them? service? Acts of service. Same. Yeah, service. yeah, same thing. So the way that y'all love. For those who know, did that align with like y'all significant other, or did y'all have to change it up some? Oh, it definitely has to be changed up some. Yep. I mean, I think I think most men are predisposed to acts of service. I mean, that's how we interact with each other. Like you and your homeboys, or like a nigga you grew up with, you remember the shit that like, oh, this my nigga. Like we got in a fight one time, and this nigga had my back. This nigga fought for me. You know what I'm saying? Like. You know, like when I was sick, like this motherfucker, had, you know what I'm saying? This motherfucker had my fucking back. That nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Let me have his game. He, shit. he called know. He called me and checked on me. Like, little shit like that, right? That's how niggas kind of show that they care. So it's always big on acts of service. I mean, we don't buy gifts for each other like that. Like, hey, dog, like, y'all just thinking about you. I bought you Madden. Like, that shit would never fucking happen. 
But when you when you get it when you get that's because you got broke friends, nigga. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, no, but, but no, 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 but he, even I mean, all y'all got money and y'all niggas don't buy me no fucking gifts. Um, and I won't. See. I don't expect no. I mean, because I, I mean, like you said, niggas don't buy niggas gifts. Like it's just, I would, I feel weird buying a nigga gift because you gotta buy yeah, because it's weird. Because niggas, it's, it's, then it's, niggas send you king cake before. Who you talking to? I don't know what. Oh no, uh-uh. nigga never bought your king cake. No, nah, I've not. First off, Manny Manny king cakes are too expensive to be buying all your niggas king cakes. Like that's a that's an executive <laughs> decision you gotta make. Yeah, nah. Uh, but like women is different. Cause like receiving, there's many ways that they can feel love. And dealing with the type of men that they've had throughout their whole life. You might have one dude who's mainly gonna show love through your acts of service. So some dudes it's what is it, words of affirmation or some dude what is it what's the gift giving one? The which one? Gift giving gifts. One is just like, gifts. Tokens, gifts. Tokens of affection, time. I think it is. You know what I'm saying? So with women, it can be different. It's probably going to depend on how their daddy treated them or some shit, but it's going to vary more on the woman's side than it is on the man's side, where we really interact with each other only one fucking way. Yeah, usually it's like some sort of gap coming from childhood that kind of stems, creates the, the love language, I think. It's like the thing that you need, basically. But men are getting better. We're getting more into the words of affirmation part when we interact with each other. Like, hey, yo, my nigga, I see you are, y'all, you doing, you doing a real good job, man. I see you out here doing whatever. Like, men are getting, I don't know when this happened, probably the mid two, mid 2000, 2010s or whatever. Like, pe- men are more vocal now. Like, hey, man, first off, saying I love you. Second off, you know, hey, man, I see you out here working. I see you putting in the work. I see you getting money or whatever, man. I'm proud of you, stuff like that. That's new, but words of affirmation are definitely something that's newer in the tool bag for men showing affection to uh, other men. I think it, does it resonate more for you from like when your homeboys and like your, your lady like words of affirmation? Um, it depends on what the subject matter is. I mean, it depends. It depends on the relationship with your old lady. Because like, if your old lady is like one of those that are like cold blooded and she really doesn't like. She's just not really like phased by shit. For her to say something nice to you is like that's big shit. Like damn, like oh you do like my haircut or something like that. Like that shit will make you feel good. But if your lady is always like you know professing her love for you and she's very vocal about the things that she likes and stuff, yeah. it may not be that it may not be that big of a deal. Whereas your homeboys, it depends on if it's just a, I see you play. I'm trying to get like you. That's really not going to resonate. But if it's like hey man. I see you, I, you know, I really, you know, admire the way that, you know, you got into investing, you know, you're making a lot of money, you're making a lot of moves, I'm really proud of you, you really turned your life around, man, you're a real inspiration, like, shit like that would be, I mean, that would do a lot, you know what I'm saying, for, you know, how good you feel, you know what I'm saying, if your homeboy were to tell you that, so it depends. Yeah, I I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get you each one of y'all gifts this year, or something. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Nigga, I didn't ask you. Ooh. If you gave me a hug, I'd be cool with that. The, See? That's a thug gift. Nigga, I ain't asking what the fuck you wanted. <laughs> Bitch, you gonna take it. Prison gifts. It's penitentiary gift. You gonna take this gift. You gonna take this dozen roses, motherfucker. <laughs> this fucking, this fucking act of Tennessee, love. Uh, New Orleans. 
cracking. Uh, some things I always do. Uh, I always stand in fucking line for two hours to get a Manny Randezzo's fucking king cake. Uh, rain, sleep, sunshine. Uh, lucky for me this year it was sunshiny. Had friends come in town. Went to Zulu Ball. If you've never been to the Zulu Ball, it's a formal event. Um, the Friday before Mardi Gras, and they have performers. This year it was Tamia, Drew Hill. I call them New Hill because they got new niggas on there. But they, somebody told me it was the niggas from Player who sing "Cheers, Cheers to, to you, you" for giving me a chance. Them niggas. Cheers to you is a good um, that, song, Chef. Shut the fuck up. I like the song, but I don't like, like the fact that they're Drew Hill. <laughs> I mean, that's my issue. Um, but and um, I'm about to say Shirley Caesar because uh, damn. Can't even think of name. She put on um, a great, great show too. Uh-uh. Uh She. Oh, fuck. Somebody, Nancy? somebody, Google it while I keep talking. Well, you she haven't given us no context or no context clues, like Shirley Temple. Like what are we talking about? Shirley, that's Shirley Caesar. We uh, just Beach, Google, Google Shirley. Fucking <laughs> Zulu ball performers. Twenty anyway, but uh, it's like a big. Big old picnic. So Stephanie Mills. Can... Oh. Stephanie Mills. There we go. Stephanie Mills. That's this nigga said Shirley. Same person. Shout out to S. Shirley Shouting. Shouting. Damn. But Keith Sweat. Keith Sweat was the headliner, but he only got eight minutes at the end. So I need my a little bit of money back. But you get to see a whole lot of people dressed really nice. It's really cool. You bring it's BYOB, so niggas have full bars. You get your table catered, food everywhere. So good old time. It usually ends at about four or five o'clock this year. They cut it down, cut it to three for some reason, but good times. Um, fast forward, I mean, Saturdays in Demian Parade, cracking. Sundays, Bacchus. They have a like a black black party on Marengo and St. Charles, I think. That has gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. Shout out to Nigel, the nigga listened to the show. Uh, his little crew that used to, not they still do it, but he didn't make it this year. And then yesterday, man, Fat Tuesday, get up early, take a, uh, a six o'clock shot, then you get to the parade route and keep drinking. Um, and then after the parade, always get crawfish, turkey necks, you know, boiled shrimp, corn potatoes, the usual. And, uh, <laughs> nigga lives a great life. Nigga, right, nigga. Let me tell you, I, I brought out a big speaker, nigga. The, the the weather was perfect. This first time it hadn't been cold at Mardi Gras so long. Nigga just sat out on the outside patio furniture, went to sleep, nigga. And like, Damn. cool enough for, for no mosquitoes and warm enough, you know, to take your ass to sleep. He so. even says Mardi Gras different. Nah, fuck JJ, man. This nigga like says that shit exclusively. Mardi Gras. Hey man, my door is always open. Thank you, yeah. friend. That, that sounds like a wonderful time. That's what's up. Well, I mean, it was oh, worthy. I, of I got the baby out the king cake too. Ooh. So it's all right. Oh. So, 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 what's the legend? So, what's the the rule on the baby? So you're you're supposed to be king for a day for the day, um, but you're also supposed to purchase the next. Week, so. Got it. Okay. I've heard all type of bullshit like you're gonna have a baby and shit. So I just wanted to clear the air of what that means. Having a baby. <laughs> That's what's up. So um, 
Anything else we missed while we were away? Um, what, was, what was going on with you, Wood? Anything special? Nope. Everything's great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you feel about the All-Star game? Uh, I think it was outstanding. How do you think about Super Bowl? Oh, man, I think it was equally as outstanding. And the uh, halftime show? Also outstanding. Sweet. Good talk. Okay. I mean, is, is the halftime show not going to be its own topic? It, it it is a topic, and we were kind of just starting it. So we were trying to get you. Oh, that's what it was. I'm sorry. I was so <laughs> eager. I was so eager to say fuck this part of the show, and I have not seen the dockets. I don't know if that was a topic or not. So if there is any sort of bump set spike or alley oops, I don't know them because I don't know what we're talking about tonight. Um, halftime show. Um, I. I enjoyed it, man. I mean, how often do you see hip hop on the biggest stage in entertainment like that? You know what I'm saying? And not just like, not like a a Macklemore type of hip hop, if he even classifies, right? Not like a Nelly or something. It's Snoop, Dr. Dre, you know what I'm saying? Mary J, Fat 50, you know what I'm saying? Like Eminem, like this is what it is. Uh, Kendrick's, no shade. It was a great show, and it wasn't a great show just for black people. I thought it was even better because when you hear your white friends talking about, did you see fucking Kendrick Lamar? And like that's the shit that was like, oh, that was a good-ass fucking show because white people are like losing their fucking minds. And it wasn't just grab a mic and, you know, spit lyrics or whatever. That's, you know, the kind of the boring stuff. It's like there was actually a show. The set was hot. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers out here fucking dancing. Kendrick out here in the motherfucking black suits doing, I don't know what the fuck, I don't know if that was liturgical or whatever the fuck shit they was doing, but that shit was hot. Uh, it was just a really good show, and I think hip-hop, even though hip-hop is already, hip-hop and black culture are already pop culture, I think hip-hop had a really good showing, I mean, on one of the world's biggest stages for the halftime show, man. So, hopefully we get more performances like that. Yeah, I like the show. I like the show too. Um, the thing, so thing about it, so I Anderson Pac, sorry, this nigga just all right. He just fucked his. So, so yeah, this nigga has technical difficulty. Are you back? Yeah, hear me now. Yes, I actually, yeah. mashed, I accidentally mashed the mute button, but yeah, I enjoyed the show too. Um, I tried Delta eighty eight for. Delta 8 for the first time. Y'all know what Delta 8 is? Like the plastic. It's like squeeze. It's, it's like, oh, oh, I thought it was. Is it in a squeeze bottle? Or is it real shit you smoke? It, is it drugs? It could be in, it, it could be in anything. It's basically like a form of TH. It's a form of weed, um, but it's not THC. But, like, I didn't know what it was, so. It's big old spice. Right. Like, <laughs> you want so synthetic weed, bro? My nigga came to the house and was like, man, you want this Delta 8 gummy? I was like, I've heard about Delta 8. He's like, he's like, it's supposed to be like just as potent as THC, but you don't need a card or nothing. You just buy a shit from the smoke shop. I was like, I just got one from down the street from your house. I was like, oh shit. So I tried it. I was very, very high on that Delta 8. So when the show started, I was in such a good mood. I probably would have liked anything. Um, and I did. So I enjoyed everything about the show. I was freaked out by like the, the liturgical dancer slash usher board with Kendrick Lamar. That was weird. <laughs> I thought the um, I thought the set was real cool because it, it was like it was like real L.A. Like it showed like, you know, spots in Compton that I guess were are, yeah. are places that people are really familiar with. So it, it 
it had some familiarity. I know they had pictures of Snoop's mom in his house because uh, his mom just passed. So I just thought it was like a cool setup. The only issue I have the show really after I watched it the next day uh, sober was they had too many artists in the show. Like I would have, I think I would have been happier just seeing maybe Snoop and Dre and, and Kendrick, maybe Kendrick, you know what I'm saying? Like they had like a bunch of great artists, but they, I don't think they had enough time to get their shit off. I'm a big fan of Mary J. Blige, but the songs she did with Dr. Dre weren't, weren't necessarily my favorite. Yeah. Like no more drama. <laughs> I don't want to hear that shit during the Super Bowl. And then she fell out like Miss Seeley. Like I didn't fuck with all that. So it was like, you know, they could have paired the show down. 50 Cent, like, I don't know, man. Like, I remember, I know in the club is like is a big hit, but they 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 could have not had him doing that, like he was in the music video, acting like the music video didn't come out like twenty something years ago. Like, shit didn't changed. Didn't fuck with the body shaming though. I think we need to talk about that a little bit. What what was the connection with Mary J? I don't I don't really understand the connection with her. She did this the the songs she performed were Dr. Dre um produced songs. So that's what it was. I, I feel like we shouldn't have invited Mary J. Yeah. And like, bruh, the old like who every, are you gonna put there? Michelle? I wouldn't have put or, or nobody. No, there <laughs> I mean you, So you there 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 is somebody missing from this show, right? That they hinted on in multiple songs that they didn't fucking go all the way out on. For this to be the best halftime show ever, that's pop, man. Like they, 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 like, bro, they should have figured out a way. I don't know. They gotta holler at Elon Musk, whatever they gotta fucking do. There should have been a larger footprint for Tupac. If if we're showcasing West West Coast music from a commercial standpoint, you know what I'm saying. I feel as though Tupac should have been represented more in this show. I mean, and we're nitpicking. It was an outstanding show. We're talking 9 out of 10, right? I just feel that in order to make that shit, like, epic, like, if we want to compete with the Prince halftime show, I would have loved to see more representation from Pop in the show. Yeah. Uh, when they, when Dr. Dre played uh, uh, I Ain't Mad At You, on the piano, nigga, I was like, oh, shit, nigga, I got emotional. I was like, oh, this is about to go up. And yeah. then it was like, doo, 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 doo. I'm like, ah, damn, boy. But yeah, uh, if it was a, bit, a little bit of a pot tribute, yeah, I think that would have that kicked it up a whole nother notch. But it was cool, man. Honestly, it could have been it. Honestly, we we should have gotten a mashup. We should have gotten, we should have gotten a Tupac, Shot G, fucking... Warren G, not Warren G, uh, Nate Dogg, Dog, mashup. No. That's Nipsey. Nipsey, yeah, so Nipsey too. Like, we needed that mashup. Like that shit would have went. We Mary is great. We could have had less Mary or no Mary at all, and had a mashup of those. Did California Love even come on? I think it was a transition song. I think they like transitioned. Yeah, I like I heard it. Oh, they used the instrumental. Yeah. Okay. They didn't perform it. Yeah. Delta had a hold of me. Y'all should try that shit. Um, no. 
about to say, you know they have real weed out there. Right, <laughs> and I thought that like a shady gas station on my grandma's house, like it's not some exclusive. Oh, you gotta go to a smoke shop, whatever. Like, cause I saw it and I meant to Google it and I forgot about it. So I'm glad you brought it up. Wait, so she's smoking gas? Right he's smoking gas road. station right weed? <laughs> no, I mean, well, it might be levels to that shit, but I mean, the one what we got was pretty awesome. You thought your homeboy brought you some hot shit. That yeah, nigga that stopped by thing. the yeah. he stopped by the sitco on the way to your crib. Station. <laughs> that that right. nigga got real gas. <laughs> nigga gave that nigga yeah. some gas station pills and told him this, that new shit. That's fucked up. He didn't do that shit. That's my nigga dog. Uh, but, um, <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. That that wasn't on the on the docket. It was just rapid fire, but like that. So, what's y'all niggas' thoughts on COVID being canceled, which is, which also happened while we were gone? <laughs> what? They don't take no J from Chef. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I, I be knowing my drugs. I'm saying like try the thing. Like, just no, the thing said, hey, man, this is Delta. Like, Delta I wouldn't Delta set I wouldn't set y'all. I wouldn't set y'all up for the okie doke. I mean, cause I trust that nigga. Like, it would it wouldn't be like just from like, it wasn't like some bum off the street. We was at the house. I'm watching the Super Bowl, eating pizza and shit. And he was like, "You want to try this shit?" And I was like, "Yeah." He got Zeta Nine down. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, what about can- COVID? Is canceled? Who canceled COVID? Um, I think the um didn't the uh. <laughs> What do they call it? The FDA, Center for Disease Control, CDC. CDC um, canceled that shit. They said Who that the drug COVID, administration. You know what I mean? I said CDC. So um, apparently they said that COVID is not canceled, but it's pretty much like it's the the the, the infection rate so low where like they're saying the, the war is over with COVID. Basically, I, I don't think they're Which saying is, that at all. I. I don't, I don't think that's what they're saying. <laughs> what did they say? Well, correct me. I think they're just saying, fuck it. I mean, if, oh, if he's, he, he's like, he's give up. I'm like, just do what you want to do. I, I mean, they've, <laughs> they've, they've been saying that for the past, like, three, four months, y'all. Y'all they're not just like, listening no way. Just do what you want to do. No, really, honestly and truly, y'all not listening no way. Y'all want to get back. Y'all don't want to wear a fucking mask. So what am I doing? So, like, if if you're the FDA and you're, if you're the FDA and you're the CDC, and you're like, these motherfuckers are not going to listen to me anyway. Why am I out here holding business back? Just give these motherfuckers what they want. And open so this shit back the, up. So you're saying the CEC pulled a, you think you grown? Basically. I mean, uh, I mean, we're at that point now. It's like, look, COVID is probably never going to go away. Right? It's never going to go away. It's, we're, 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 we're in the endemic stage. It's still fucking people up. Is still killing people, but does the greater part does the lar- you know the, the population enlarge in mass care? No. So who are me? Who are me to judge? Is basically what they're saying. Go ahead, knock yourself out. But there are people out here that are a dying. There are people out here that have permanent loss of fucking lung function. There are people out here who have fucking blood clots. There are people out here that fucking have brain fucking issues. So if you're cool with that, have at it, hoss. They're not going to fucking be the shield for niggas no more. So now we're in a complete 100% personal responsibility, self-responsibility mode. So knock yourself out. I'm still wearing a mask. The, the mask doesn't bother me. 
You know what I'm saying? But motherfuckers who want to fucking go out here and get their fucking shit off, that's fine. But if you get to the point where your lungs are permanently at fucking 40% for the rest of your life, don't be mad at nobody. There will be no mesothelioma science and Kurt lawyer commercial for you in 2050. You're just fucked. Yeah, you're just fucked. I mean, and I and I took it as, I, I guess I took it as maybe the, the rates were decreasing and people are getting less sick. Or maybe the the media doesn't t- share 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 numbers with this anymore because I just don't hear about it on the news. It seemed like uh, so I guess that's 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 the point of view I had. Nothing really changed for me as far as like wearing masks and not really fucking with people in general, which is already the case. But um, I, I I was I was optimistic from hearing that, but now I'm looking at it a little differently. No, the news cycle really has just changed. I mean, one country has invaded another one. Right, it's just we're on to the next news cycle. COVID is COVID doesn't give a fuck about what Fox News or CNN or MSNBC says. You know, but it seemed like the timing was so perfect. Like when we stopped caring about COVID, Russia was like, "All right, um, turn turn the car on. We're about to fuck these niggas up." That's because that's how the news works. Yeah, you you it. never noticed that there's no. What was the last time y'all have watched the news and there was nothing going on? I don't watch the news anymore, honestly, because of what you just said. I mean, it's it, it is yeah. it is programming. But you <laughs> but, but you can listen to you can listen to your friends who watch the news. When was the last time something in this country in this world has not been going on? You're right. I have no I have no argument for that. I mean, that's that is the case. And again, that's what I'm saying. Like that, it's it's a product now. The news is a product. It's not here to inform or or teach or give insights it's just it's just a ratings boost like it's it's supposed to be titillating and exciting so i mean i don't really be giving a fuck about the news honestly noam chomsky manufacturing consent and hate inc are great books about learning about the media for those that are looking for a book in 2022 two books i heard about hate inc yeah, hate, hate Inc. is supposed to be like a modern version of manufacturing consent. Okay, cool. I'll check that out then. So, Russia did invade Ukraine last week. Um, <laughs> I think today they took took one of the cities. Yeah, Kirsch uh, or something like that. Kirsch, sorry, K. But that was the first city it was taken. Uh, uh, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, they're saying... and. I don't know if it's hyperbole or, or just creating um, hysteria, but they're, they're saying this is going to lead to World War Three. I feel like we've heard this before in other in other situations. What are your, what are y'all's thoughts? Was that for me again? I mean, that's like for everybody. I mean, I mean, it's, 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 I, mean it's, so, I mean, so here's the thing. This is a big deal, but it's not a big deal, right? Before there was a twenty-four, we're going back to the media again. Before there was, before there was a twenty-four-hour news cycle, a country would attack another fucking country, but nobody would fucking care. You'd read about it in a fucking newspaper, and you wouldn't hear it about it again until the next Sunday paper comes out. It's not a big deal, right? But just how we talked about, there's always something going on in the news. This is the biggest shit going on in the news. So you're going to get violence and military porn every fucking day, and it's going to be made to be a big deal. But this is a big deal for America. 
from an economic standpoint, yes, because we are, it's global economy, of course. Russia being destroyed economically does impact America um, as a result of the sanctions. But is there about to be World War Three? Not as long as uh, Putin doesn't touch a NATO country. And I don't think he's going to touch a NATO country. I could be wrong. But if, if Putin knows that as long as he fucks around around the edges of the shit and he doesn't touch a NATO country, he's going to be all right. But as soon as he touches a made man, okay, at that point, we're probably going to go to World War III. But I don't even think we'll go to World War III unless China wants to get involved. China gets involved, okay, we're about to get into some, to some gangster shit. But I don't think I don't think China will get involved in this particular issue because I don't think China wants that type of situation. So I don't think World War Three is on the horizon unless a NATO country is touched. I didn't know that uh, Russia, Russia had the most nukes in the world. I read Are an article that said that. I read an article that said that. That's just scary. Yeah, it, it, it's weird, right? So Russia has. A whole shit ton of nukes, but they don't have a lot of delivery, right? Nukes are great, but you gotta have delivery. So most of their nukes are be fired with ICBMs, which is, and 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 moderate range missiles and shit, which is bad for Europe, not so bad for the United States. So let me ask you this, Woods, since you are a political analyst, um, how crazy do you think Putin is, right? Because, I mean, we've had these other leaders who have been doing things, well, just countries, just because of, like, religious reasons, right? And that's a whole nother, I'm not going to call it crazy, but that's a whole nother lie. Like, oh, yeah, I'm, I feel like what I'm doing is so right. And you know what I'm saying? If I die for my religion, I'm going to go to heaven. Virgins, king cake, you know what I'm saying? Crab legs, lamb chops. Like, Putin ain't doing it for that. So, like, what level... But, again, I haven't done a deep dive on Putin. Uh, just, you know, we know he's killed some of his own people and shit like that. But, like, World War Three, like, we, we send the nukes out? Like, nigga, for what? Like, do you does he want that type of smoke, for real, for real? Or is he just, I don't know, big dick in a little bit and, you know, I ain't really gonna do this shit. Um, in your humble opinion, I—I I mean, I don't think he wants nuclear war. I don't—I don't think that's what he wants. Um, there's too much money. He mean he's an oligarch. Russia is made up of oligarchs. They like their money too much than to eradicate their own country. But we all see rich people every day. We'll take Kanye for example. Rich people make enough money and they get enough power to the point where they don't think rationally. And you just said it yourself. This motherfucker runs an entire country by his fucking self. He runs one of the biggest countries in the world by himself. He can rape. He does rape. He does pillage. He does plunder. He kills his own people. He assassinates his own people. He's a huge oil fucking barren country. He can blow shit up in Europe and they still buy oil and natural gas from him. The amount of power that he has as an individual person in this world is uncanny. So that person is not going to think rationally like the rest of us. So if you have that type of situation, what is next from a power standpoint? Power is a lot like heroin. What is the next level for power for him? 
Take a fucking country. Delta 8. Delta 8. Nigga, right. I was thinking Delta 8 yeah. the, the whole time. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's... I, I don't think he's crazy, but I think that's the type of shit that he's on. He's got money. He's got money in bitches. What's that? He's got money, bitches, and drugs. Like, that's nothing to him. He needs to go to that next that next level. And that next level is... Uh, I think I'm about to just take the Ukraine. I'm sorry, not the Ukraine. Let me just take Ukraine. So... What are your thoughts um, on? Does this set like a set several other actions in motion? Like, if this goes well for Russia, what what are your thoughts? It's not going to go like well. It's not going to go China well for Russia. I'm about to say, I'm about to say, it's, it's not, not going to go, go well for Russia. For Russia. Russia, Russia's economy is this shit is bad for Russia, right? Right. I saw an article about that today. They're not going to be able to hold the Ukraine. I mean, yes, people are going to die and it's going to be bloody. They're not going to have the money to hold the Ukraine. They're going to have to go back to Russia eventually, right? Like, it's, they don't have any money. Like, when you got to close the... They, they said, what, a, a ruple is a fraction of a penny? Like, what the fuck do you do with that? Oh, shit. Yeah. Right. And then all... And then all he fucking up the any fucking up all his pockets. his homies' money. Yeah, right. Like, he was like, what? Chill out, nigga. God damn. Yeah, like, like I can't buy the the owner. Of, I'm I'm a Chelsea fan. Uh, football. Uh, sorry, soccer. This motherfucker said he's selling Chelsea. Like, hey man, this shit is just. Who knows like, you Chelsea? Know. Huh? Who knows Chelsea? No, uh, Roman. Uh, bring, I don't know how to say. I bring him off. Whatever the fuck his name is. Oh. He's another. He's a Russian oligarch. Yeah. Okay. He's like, I'm gonna just sell fucking Chelsea. Like. This shit, this shit is wild, bro. Like, you, they can't do banking. The only way they can get money is to get money out of an ATM. And the money in the ATM is ruples. <laughs> There's nothing yeah, they sure. can buy with that, that shit. That nigga buy some that Bitcoin. That's, gonna start. Yeah, man. I mean, like, that shit is trashed right now, man. So, it, it's, it's not a good situation for Russia right now. And... China wants no parts of that shit because we're in an age of warfare. We've never seen financial warfare like this. You know what I'm saying? Because typically, I got my own money. We got a sovereign currency. We got the dollar. We got this. I mean, the dollar can stand on its own, right? The dollar is a sovereign currency. Global currency can't be fucked with. You know? Ruples are different. Like, motherfuckers can pull the table from under ruples and be like, it's shit to us now. And it can collapse your whole country without ever firing a missile, a nuke, or anything. This is the first time we've ever seen this. And China want, China sees that. And they're like, wait a minute. We can do that with y'all niggas, too. <laughs> no, not necessarily. Well, I mean, the world can do that to China, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's just like, I don't want that to happen to us. You know what I'm saying? So, Russia's an example. I mean, that's why, that's going to be, this is like a financial nuke that's going on right now. And I don't think China wants any parts of that. That shit's crazy because I would have never thought we would see I would see anything like this. Cause I started reading the articles about it because I was like, where the fuck this is coming from? Like, I expected war to be war, and then every all the, they said all the oligarchs are broke. I'm like, what? Like, how the fuck you did that? And I, I saw how it was explained, but I'm like, I guess that that makes a lot of sense. Like, if you want to free someone out, the best way to do it is financially. So I mean, it, it's smart, but. That shit's crazy. Yeah, man. But we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I guess my concern was not World War Two, Three, World War Three, 
my concern was like, is China going to invade Taiwan? Is it, is it going to become like some sort of like, like chain reaction sort of thing? They could. Um, they honestly could. But I know they they want them. <laughs> but so, but the thing about, so, so but here's the thing about China, right? Here's the thing we about almost China. made it out. We almost made it out this topic. Like we were closing the door and we're about to move on. Here's the thing about China. Scared of. Here's the thing about China. Let me just ask you this: China is winning across the board from a financial standpoint. China is winning by all by all metrics. The Chinese economy is shitting on the American economy. It's going to continue to shit on the American economy. It's a done deal. It's already done. It's in the books. So if you're already winning, you're smoking everybody on the track. Why the fuck would you go invade another country to like reverse that or change that? You're already winning. China is sitting back minding their own fucking business with their crate with, with he's crazy now. Was it she? Uh you know what I'm saying? Getting this shit off and he's fucking minding his own fucking business and collecting the check. They don't need to rock the fucking boat. Russia needs to make a move. That's they that's just the position they're in. China is not that desperate to do that. Sorry, JJ. I'm sorry, JJ. What do you want to um, talk about? New what in sports. <laughs> I know I know it in sports. <laughs> Nigga, you wrote the thing up. What we had next? Oh, I thought you had something on your mind. No, Van- no, I was saying we've been talking about Russia forever. Oh, Van Jones, that's that's what's next. What Van Jones do? Fuck with Van Jones. What what the fuck what, what, did y'all write up when I was making a drink? <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah, I didn't read the thing. You really didn't read it. I have no idea uh, what so, we're talking about tonight. So I just saw some shit that was interesting the other day. So Van Jones had a baby with his homegirl, like like just a homie, like his platonic friend, and they're doing what they call conscious co-parenting. Basically, because since I guess I guess the I guess the hypothesis is since motherfuckers can't be together or fuck with each other for real, at the very least, in order to continue the continue the population, like motherfuckers is making packs with their homies and having babies together, and they just co-parent, probably live in different houses, <clears throat> but they raise a child together. So. She already had a baby? Uh, no, they, no, no. They, they, had, they had the baby together. Like, they, they came together to purposely have a baby, a child together. They had a little girl. Um, I mean, they, did they have sex or was she like inseminated? I think, I think I, they had sex. I like, hope they, so. They, they, they bombed. I mean, at the very least, I, yeah, that, that seemed good. I don't know. I got a, I got a home girl who, who, did, who did that with one of her homeboys. And they did not have sex. That sucks, that sucks, though, man. Like, I That's mean, trash. I mean, do you at least gotta ask the question? Like, I mean, I get it. You know, we're platonic and, and all this type out. of shit. And I, but like, oh. it costs thousands of dollars to like go inseminate. Like, why don't you just let me put this dick in? Natural. God hey, made man. it that way. I mean, why not? Why would you rather spend fifteen, twenty thousand dollars instead of let me put this dick in? Because it could confuse things. Why? I'm going to tell you right now. I, confu- dick, confusion is a motherfucker, but not $20,000. You're having a kid together. Like, like, what's more confusing than that? Right? Raising a child and arguing about like philosophies on parenting. But I heard, man, they had a, a good talk. And so far, so good. One of the 
brightest kids I know. Well adjusted. Y'all let me be. Tri- trilingual. Damn. <laughs> he like six. So I mean. Damn. So what did do you did they say that the fact that they are just homies made it made that kid like a a, a brilliant child? I mean, <laughs> I'm curious uh, now. I don't know. Maybe I. I didn't know we were talking about it. I didn't even know anything about it. I, I might have asked, but you didn't check the docket either, huh? You didn't you look at the docket. I, 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 I didn't right. know we were talking about it today. I hey man, look. Okay, it's on today's docket. My niggas don't read. This is what happens with Chef. So I'm wait, talking about like this morning. If it's not like you do these things early, like you should, then you do that shit in real time. Five seconds. Did you and see the docket? No, but so y'all, so wait, uh, y'all, y'all let Chef run roughshod, run roughshod <laughs> over the fucking docket today. No, something's wrong. Something's wrong my Skype. I can't pull it up. <laughs> but you didn't read it neither. You said it, it's all good. It don't matter. I was like, hey, you better check. Because I was late, and like by the time I showed up, I needed to turn this shit on and let's do this. You know, I don't have time to like edit and shit. But nobody checked Chef. Y'all, y'all know. Hey man, that. I look, I perused. Man, y'all know. I think it's, a, it's. I still want to know y'all's thoughts. Like we, we were just talking about. It. You stop. It's just like you feel uncomfortable. I'm a. So me, I'm a. I'm somewhat of a traditionalist. I feel that kids should be brought up in a relationship with a mom and a dad who both love them and both love each other. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel there is virtue in that particular setup. I think it's cute and I think it's great that people want to come up with these different customized fucking versions or whatever the fuck they want to do. I think that's just them yearning to do different shit. But that's great for the parents. I don't think that's necessarily great for the kids all the fucking time. Because they grow up without a certain... They grow up without a certain intimacy for connection, right? You know what I'm saying? There's a certain thing that you learn by a dedicated family, mom and dad. And they love each other. They love me. It's like a triangle of fucking connection, right? But if you come into this world like, my mom and daddy don't even love each other. They just decided to get together and have a fucking kid. What is the value of when you go and have a kid? It's like, it's some tertiary ass shit. Oh man, you know, that's my homegirl. Fuck it, we'll just go have a baby and I'll just fucking go to happy hour later. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. It's just a kid. Like, we start to normalize bullshit. And then once we do that, the value on things like bringing life into this world are fucking minimized. But that's me, because I'm a traditionalist person that way. But if you have a different type of lifestyle and you want to have kids by your platonic friends and the nigga who works at Starbucks, get your shit up. <laughs> All right. No, now, I agree. Let me, let me rebuttal since you agree with this nigga. All right. So, well, let me, let me agree with the first thing for both of us. All right. Go ahead. I, what I was going to say is, in general, and I don't know if it's because I'm just getting older, my tolerance for weird shit and shit. That's that nigga just because everybody accepts every fucking thing now. They do. And it's like, and I know I accepted Delta ADA, my Lord and Savior, Savior, but still, like, we accept everything and we really shouldn't. Like, shit is, is constructed in a certain way for a reason, mostly because it's been successful for X amount of years, centuries, lifetimes. I mean, so the reason that the construct for having like having a two-parent system for kids was set up in the first place and sometimes shit don't work i mean that's natural was to provide that foundation like you want to create like a loving environment to your point like the way that you 
your parents treat you, the way you see your parents interact, it kind of dictates how you are with people, like how you interact, how you love and things like that. And that is the basis for how you create more life. We don't have like we don't have enough motherfucking people. Like motherfuckers don't get together. Motherfuckers don't want to have kids. Like no no one like fucks with each other. Bro, so, people people are just waking up one day for Thanksgiving and saying, I'm gonna choose my own family. And yeah. I choose my family to not be my real family. These motherfuckers over here that I went to high school with, that's my new fucking family. And I'm gonna go have Thanksgiving with them. Type of shit is that? That's the world that we're living in now. You know what I'm saying? So, sorry, Chef. Go ahead. I'm with you. I saw, I I read an article about a couple who got married like right out of college, like 10 years ago. And so they're still relatively young. They're like in their late 20s, early 30s in that time frame. So they're still relatively young, don't have any kids. They decided they're going to live apart, like live in their own separate apartments in New York City. So these motherfuckers got money for three years and then they'll see if they um, want to have kids motherfuckers just don't get married don't still be married nigga it's like shit like that man it's like and and my thing is I'm like it's cool like live the way you want to live I'm not here to like tell motherfuckers because who, who am I who am I to tell you I live but what I will say is don't make me be, be the bad guy because I'm not going to accept it <laughs> no fuck that that was it. That was niggas are definitely the bad guys. Um, so oh, I'm, I'm always the bad guy. So <laughs> I'm just not... saying, no, y'all niggas are definitely speaking from a place a place of privilege. Um, am I? So, I, I don't think it's a place of privilege. privilege. I think it's a place of lack of privilege. Yeah, I think maybe conservative, but not privilege. I think it's a place privilege, of lack of privilege. Did Did both of y'all grow up with both of y'all's parents? Yeah. I did. Yes. Okay, that's a that's a place of privilege. That's where y'all are speaking speaking from a place where. Oh, yeah, I mean, the mom and the dad should be there. I mean, this is what the family unit looks like. For a lot of people, you have, they were just raised by their mom or they were just raised by their dad. So, yeah, I mean, in a super happy, you know, household, loving household, yeah, that's what it looks like, but that's not majority of households. So then let's go to the woman who wants to have, wants to be a mother and say she hasn't found anybody. So with women, you know, they're, I don't say expiration date, but you know, once they start getting to their thirties, it's, it's labeled as high risk. So I'm 35, I do want to be a mother. I always want to be a mother. I just haven't found anybody to procreate with. So it's like, all right, options are adopt. If I adopt, again, still not technically my child, right? Um, and the child will still be in a one parent household, right? Or I could artificially inseminate, find a nigga in a fucking Rolodex, X, Y, Z. Again, same situation. Or, oh, hey, I have a friend. We've been friends for over two decades. He's smart. I know his family. His family's cool. He came up good, did health tests. He's healthy. He's smart. Hey, you know, he wants to raise a child, too, but we're just friends. We might not even see each other in a sexual manner. So he don't want to put his dick in me. I don't want his I don't want his dick in me. But I think we'd be great co-parents. So then at that point, all right, look at that. We got a we got us a baby. So 
Baby's well adjusted. No, it's not coming up in a in a two parent household, but they do love each other. It's still a loving situation. So with y'all's kind of logic, it's like, well, y'all are coming from the two. So if two parents are fighting, like we gonna like from the we should stay together for the no. kids as no as no, no, no no that's not what I'm saying because at, at that point. I mean, but that's no, no, saying. that's not what I'm saying at all. No, I never said that. So, I mean, there are some situations where, okay, okay you're going to be a single parent, but like that's not, that's not the the optimal situation, right? You don't wake up one day and be like, "Hey, man, fuck it, I choose just to have a baby just because," like not because I couldn't find love, not because I couldn't find somebody to procreate, not because I'm getting older, not because I just really want to have a baby. It's just because. Fuck it. Why not have a baby? It's Wednesday. Like that type of shit. I don't shit. think that happens though. I don't I don't think that No, happens. there are fucking accessory babies in this fucking world. The little babies that you see that dress like fucking grown ass men that women put on Instagram say, Oh, he's so fucking cute, girl. Look at his fucking look at his fucking Louis Vuitton bag. Look at him. And then drawing fucking beards on the baby and shit. Those are accessory babies. Those are babies that's that a, are putting that's, this. That's earth. a whole different thing that we're talking about. But that's a thing. Accessory babies usually come from, but that's a thing. So it's also a thing. It's also a thing when you got single mothers in this world that say, "I'm just gonna have a baby just because I couldn't find somebody to procreate." But also, you gotta ask yourself, why are you unable to find somebody to procreate with you? Do you not have enough time? So women just don't have enough time in the day. So if you don't have enough time to bring a man into your life, what makes you think you're gonna have enough time to bring a baby into your life? I'm not saying that that's the case, but it can be a case. Or maybe you're just an asshole. You know what I'm saying? Some women are just assholes. Some men are just assholes. And maybe so asshole women and asshole men should have babies. No, they should not. If there's a certain selfishness and self-centeredness that comes with being an asshole, I know I am an asshole. So if you you, have babies and your babies are well adjusted, but when I had babies, I became less of an asshole. You know what I'm saying? I but, became I became soft and squishy in the middle because I'm a dad. Who's to say the asshole mama not gonna become soft and squishy in the middle? Most of them don't. That's we, usually what happens. No, no, no. We see this shit live on TV every day, bro. Them motherfuckers do not become a motherfucking uh, unasshole. They become experts. They had a baby that's fucking eight <laughs> days old, and they, all of a sudden they experts on fucking childbirth and fucking early childhood psychology. We see this every day, dog. Don't sit up here and lie to me, J. Joe. I've seen this movie before. I see it every morning when I check the social medias. Social medias. First of all, you talking about a whole different generation of motherfuckers. So I mean, these accessory baby mamas and all that other shit. I can't. I can't speak on that because I, like I said, I control my algorithm. Ass. I don't look at the. I don't fuck with them no more. Um, But that's what I'm saying. Just the family unit is different, and I know. Y'all the traditionalists, y'all feel it one way, but some shit just just happens that way. You know what I'm saying? We wouldn't have some of the greatest minds, the greatest people in the world if you know if they stuck to like traditional shit. You know, motherfuckers come from all types of different walks of life, and two moms, two dads, a dad and a dog. You know what I'm saying? But that's but that's see, but that's part of the problem, right? Motherfuckers think that this, just because okay, listen, listen. Just, no, 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 just because motherfuckers see shit on TV, they see the Jacksons and American Dream, and they think just because there's some unorthodox shit 
unorthodoxy becomes the cause and effect to genius or some shit. <laughs> if I went through some shit, that's going to make me greater. There are a lot of yeah, geniuses like- that came from fucking Mayberry. You know what I'm saying? It, it is what it is. But motherfuckers lean into contra- they, 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 they lean into being contrarians. Oh, I'm on some different shit. I'm thinking way different than all these niggas. They fucking lean into fucking unorthodoxy. They fucking lean into tangency thinking that if I do things different than everybody else, I'm going to be different than everybody else. That's not the case in nature. I, I agree. The animal that, that leaves the, the herd gets killed no and eaten. On the planet. That's not the root cause why. <laughs> sure it is. It's not. The, the problem... Oh, Lord. Yeah, I'm like, so, again, y'all niggas are speaking from privilege. Y'all niggas been had hoes, nigga. Since, you know, nigga, hey, y'all got, y'all had, y'all had bitches. I see you, you and y'all's bitches, nigga. Like, not everybody is considered attractive. Again, maybe oh, people have issues having, finding someone to love them because of the way they look. Easy there, like, Indian killer. You, I'm just saying. <laughs> that boy ain't never met a never. Wait, 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 this is good. Did this nigga say that? Motherfuckers ain't making shit work because they ugly. I'm saying not everybody has somebody to to love them like that. It could be because they ugly, because they ugly, because they fat, because they got one leg and one arm, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Who who knows why? But not everybody is attractive. That's why I like. So you don't believe there's no matter for everybody. Yeah, but your 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 motherfucker might be in Ukraine. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? Like. I'm just saying, man, it's just it's just easy to, to just talk about like motherfuckers not getting people pregnant when you could get as many women pregnant as you want to would because of that sexy great salt and pepper beard you have, dog. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you don't you don't know other people's struggles, man. If but I look like, good back at the um at, at like old fifties, thirties pictures. A lot of them niggas that was fucking was ugly. All of them. Like, all of them was ugly. Every, <laughs> everybody was <laughs> ugly. But this goes back. They <laughs> wasn't fly, man. They wasn't killing it back then, man. But so we've had I'm, the game they conversation. They still made it work. We've had, because we've had the game conversation. J.J. has been a staunch, staunch advocate for that. We've had the game conversation many times. Niggas don't have that shit no more. It's swipe left, swipe right. You know what I'm saying? And it's you. Everybody's a volume shooter now. It's not about it's not about being skilled, you know what I'm saying? It's not about, you know what I'm saying, target fishing and being good at your fucking craft and being efficient. I'm just a volume shooter. Everybody is fucking what Russell Westbrook. I throw this shit up enough times, shit eventually it'll go in. And that's why having some sort of level of embrace like embracing some sort of conservative values or, or perspective matters, like for shit like that, because Motherfuckers are ran rough shot. Like they doing whatever the fuck they want to do, man. The patients and taking over the fucking hospital. Like it's just and, and man, that I think that's you have to have to go back to like some sense of normalcy and kind of thinking maybe I'm not that unique. I'm not that special. <laughs> and try to get back into some normal shit. Cause like we talking about like motherfuckers thinking they special because they put their kids through some adversity, and maybe there's something about dealing with like a an unorthodox state or or dealing with adversity that makes you unique and makes you special. But for a lot of other motherfuckers, it makes them weird, depressed, 
and they don't make it. Like, like no, people, but bro, that's the thing. That's the thing. People, weird is successful now. If you, if, if you are successful and you're not weird when you do it, people look at you sideways. Like, if you're a square, right? If you're a square that grows up to be a fucking billionaire, niggas is like, eh, I don't really fuck with you like that. But if you go to be a billionaire and you're weird, niggas understand you. Like, let's take Kanye, for example. Kanye is fucking, he has mental health issues, right? Like many people in the country have mental health issues. You feel me? This isn't a topic, is it? No, but we dealt with okay. topics, so go ahead. But he has mental health issues. But people saw a documentary. It was created by Kanye. Who created the documentary? He did. He it created a like documentary. He, cre- footage, he like- created a documentary about himself. And then people say, ah, I get it. I understand him now. I see him in a different light, and I understand the way that he is the way he, he is. And I saw I saw some of the documentary and I felt the same way. But I also felt that it is a privilege to be able to have enough money to create a documentary to explain yourself. Most of the motherfuckers in this world who we think are crazy, if they had enough money to create a documentary on why they were crazy, we would understand. But everybody doesn't have the resources that Kanye does to like sit down and say, look, this is why I'm batshit. And this is why I'm successful because of that. Most people don't have that motherfucking that motherfucking privilege. So the chick who has bipolar issues that works at the Walmart counter, who you're wondering why the fuck she's acting that way at you, you cuss her the fuck out. You don't think of Kanye. You don't think about what might have brought her to that situation. You don't think whatever mental health issues she might fucking have. You just know that. She was slow on your fucking chain. She counted that fucking shit wrong. And then she came back to you in a way that you didn't like it. So you got into her ass on a fucking Friday, on a fish Friday, because you didn't like the way she was talking to you. She doesn't have the money to do a fucking documentary to explain herself. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the type of shit. That, that's the type of shit that people are on now. If you have the money to explain yourself, Elon Musk, also bad shit crazy, but he's a billionaire and he has enough resources to explain himself. If you have money, you have the benefit of the doubt to explain why the way you are the way that you are. Other people do not. I mean, cash is king with everybody now, though. I mean, I mean, again, we talked about this, but what women will ignore if you make enough money. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's yeah. just one of those things. And not even just women, what men will ignore if you make enough money. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, you've never seen an ugly billionaire. I, I feel like there's motherfucker said that in a song somewhere before there's like, something about just, him there's something about that little Wayne I don't know what right. it is man <laughs> man Lil Wayne and Jay Z you know what I'm saying I oh, usually only deal yeah. with light skinned niggas who are 6'5 and uh, you know and, and, and curly head but something about that Lil Wayne right <laughs> and, I mean and social media has made it even worse you know um, just we, you know we talk about it it's just what you can what you can show um and you know people just looking for what somebody can help them get famous or get i don't know shit to show uh, so i've been saying this probably for the last two weeks like if people's real life was like their real life you know what i'm saying like r-e-a-l versus r-e-e-l and it's just like two different things yeah boy uh it's just 
if if I don't know, man. If people no longer care about authenticity, and you know, we we started seeing that when niggas didn't give a fuck about Drake if he wrote his rhymes or if he didn't write his rhymes. Who gives a fuck? Or, you know, we had that on on a Facebook group. Like, do people care if people write their rhymes or not? I mean, I'm one of those traditionalists who say, yeah, I care. A nigga is expressing his own feelings, but then you have people out there who don't care. So. I just think it's more people that just don't care about authenticity, you know. I think we, we, I'm saying as a society, just put forth, you know, what we want people to think about us and not our realists. And I mean, I guess if that, if you're doing social media correctly, you should be putting the happy shit up, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like everybody should know that, oh yeah, this is this nigga's highlight reel, you know what I'm saying? Like, Y'all see my shit. Oh, that nigga drinking Remy. He's out, you know, in fucking Mardi Gras, whatever, whatever, whatever. But, you know, two weeks later, nigga get COVID. And am I going to post it? I mean, probably because it's me. Your life is definitely a uh, fucking N1 mixtape, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) The the professor? Yeah. (laughs) Nah, nigga. My my name would be Delta 8, nigga, if I'm ever ever, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get y'all some Delta eight guns. Y'all no, please don't. Yeah, please, please don't. don't. We gonna love it, dog. I promise. We not. They got like regular real weed, <laughs> right? And we can have that too. Like I had some regular weed afterwards. This nigga chef was biting the nigga's face. That <laughs> <laughs> be out day. Like wow, I'd be out as fuck. Boy, they had me arrested. Oh man. Well, shit. Um. All right. That, that was it. Oh, I thought we were talking about sixty five thousand or something. I thought that was the topic. Wanna, I'm about to say. Huh? The the sixty five thousand dollar. Oh shit. It's your docket. You get one freestyle episode every year and this is your time to shine and you forget the topics. Uh-huh. Well, I, I was loving the flow of the of the conversation, but I didn't want to like was a different subject. It was like kind of a change in subject. Nah, so. it actually flowed right in there with the the, the the rich people with money and stuff like that. It actually fair, fair, fair. You missed it. So, this, so okay. this is what happened. Um, just giving y'all some some background. I posted this shit on my social media. It was a meme, just kind of going over. Um, <laughs> where is that shit? I'm sorry, I'm trying to pull this. Not prepared for class. Hey, why, why are you why are you looking it up? Why does everybody always be like, you know what I'm saying? I got that shit on my page or whatever. Like, are you being nice? <laughs> are you trying to gain followers? It's on my mixtape. <laughs> Check my mixtape. <laughs> that's that's where it was. You know, it's in the book. Right. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nigga don't even know I my Facebook out. But anyway, so. A gal named Auntie Lee, I'm pretty sure she's nobody's auntie, um, posted, a woman says 65000 yearly salary isn't enough to have a stay-at-home wife, and the men are inconsolable. So the question was, is $65,000 a year a good salary for sustaining a stay-at-home wife in this economy? So, I, I mean, I was just like, nah. Um, I was like, that's not... It's not realistic to be a stay-at-home mother. Um, I said mother. Um, they were just saying wife. I don't even know what a stay-at-home wife is. It sounds like someone just don't want to work. But um, a stay-at-home mother, um, I just don't think that's enough to really sustain yourself. And it was a big debate. Um, it was a mix <clears throat> of people. Like I know the, some women who I know are stay-at-home moms, 
seem to take exception when I know they make when their husbands make a whole lot of money. So I was like, they're not talking about you. Y'all, y'all don't make sixty-five thousand dollars a year um, combined. So it doesn't apply to you. Um, I know people um, made it seem like I was being out of touch, but realistically, is sixty-five thousand dollars enough to sustain a family in this economy? I have a bunch of issues with this. Go ahead. First issue is women who think that they can just okay. Women being a stay-at-home mom is a full-time fucking job. They tell us that, right? Right. So why do women think that they can just fucking go and be a stay-at-home mom? Like, honestly, if you're a woman and you don't can't cook, you don't do laundry, you can't organize the fucking family, like, to go and do shit, like, go to the fucking dentist and go to the doctor and shit like that, you can't run a fucking household, what makes you qualified to be a stay-at-home mom? Like, like... Why is it that 99% of the of the the species that is women feel that they can be a stay-at-home mom? Like that is fucking work. And a lot of y'all are not qualified to be stay-at-home moms. Believe it or not. So that's the first thing I take issue with. Any woman that thinks they can just go be a stay-at-home mom just because of their gender and that's gonna naturally come to them like a duck who's fucking pushed out the fucking nest. Secondly, why does you being a stay-at-home mom, why is that tied to my income? <laughs> that's that's the game though. If you want to be a, if you want to go to work, go to work. Be independent. Go get your shit off. Be an accountant because that's what you wanted to be with a, as a little girl. Go do that. Or go be a stay-at-home mom. That should have dick to do with how much money I fucking make. You know what I'm saying? Like it can't be like, "Oh, that nigga got it. I'm about to go be a stay-at-home mom." It makes no fucking sense. But that's, that's the, premise, the logic. Say so what? Yeah. That's the, that's the premise. That's the logic they're working with. And that's bad logic. And then they wonder why we lose our shit. Because it's like, why does you want to be a stay-at-home mom? You either want to be a stay-at-home mom or you don't. You know what I'm saying? It should have nothing to do with how much money I fucking make. You know what I'm saying? What is the dollar amount that I can bring home? It's like, oh, well, fuck it. I'm about to just stay at home. That makes no fucking sense. Listen, man. That shit, first of all, is not set by no specific dollar amount. Well, I'm fucking trying to stay home, they're going to stay home. The other thing is, if you live within your means, then 65, 45, 345, like, whatever you got is going to work. But you just got to make it work. But don't think that stay at home, whatever means, stay at home and don't spend no money. Like, it's going to be a lot... I don't know. It's gonna be a lot of money going out. I, I mean, somewhat. I, I mean, t- I, this is about to be real chauvinist and sexist, but lightweight, light, 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 lightweight. So don't come in my head. If I, if you're a stay-at-home mom and I make all the money, you lightweight work for me. <laughs> so, so, so yeah. this is. The, it all but, but here's the thing. Oh, here's the thing, though. Uh, and that's why, because <laughs> he said it. He said it. But you're not supposed to say it, but that's fine. But the thing is, this has been proposed to me. Like my wife was like, you know, yeah, I could, I'd be a great stay-at-home mom. I was like, here's the thing, though. I don't want the feeling that I'm paying you a salary, um, and I don't want the feeling that you are begging me for money. 
I don't want I don't want to feel like that way. I don't want to feel that level of obligation. Like I want you to be able to have your own money, do whatever the fuck. You go get your hair did. You go um, go out with your girls. Um, do whatever, I don't give a fuck. Do do the things that you want to do with your money. I don't want to have that responsibility on me because what you said is true. No one's gonna say it, but it's fucking true. And I don't want that responsibility. I don't even want like because think about work. Like sometimes you don't fuck with your boss, and mm-hmm. if you're in the household and you feel like you a boss, like that's ugh. like who 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 you gonna vent to? Like you go home, you be like, man, my boss was on that bullshit today. And, <laughs> and, and, and time and times have changed, Chef. To your point, there was a time when the wife was essentially a dependent in the household. Just how women have it. We've gone. We've progressed. We've got progressive movements, and we've gotten better as a people. Women haven't been the only. Women aren't the only people that have matured in this whole fucking thing. Men have progressed as well, and we don't want women to be dependents anymore, neither. Like women be like, oh, you just want me to stay at home and fucking do nothing and be a stay at home mom. You a motherfucking lie. Most men do not want your motherfucking ass to stay at home by your motherfucking self because we don't want a motherfucking dependent. Because if you stay at home by your motherfucking self, just like Chef said, you could be coming to me. Well, you know, I just wanted to get my nails done. So could you like give me a cut? And nobody got time for all of that. Men don't want dependence no more. We've grown accustomed to that with the, the women's movement or whatever. We've grown accustomed to your independence, too. So we can't roll that shit back. You know what I'm saying? So when y'all are out here talking about that imaginary person on your Facebook page, like, niggas this and men this, most men don't think that way. Take your ass to fucking work so you can pay for your habits. Like everybody right, I'm going to get us off the Kevin Samuels uh, end of, of the podcast. <laughs> Man, and get us a little bit Samuel more. Shit, this nigga said you essentially work for me. And you no, like, I, I didn't exactly. say essentially. I said lightweight. Exactly. I said we lightweight. We lightweight. Lightweight. No, that's not what high went. So, 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 Jado, so, Jado, let me ask you a point of question. Let me ask you a point. I'm going to ask you a point of question. If you are a stay at home mom for, for somebody who's not your husband, hold on, start up. What do you say? If you are a stay at home mom, if I am, just in general, you, okay. general, you, second, okay. second person, plural, or whatever. Okay. If you are a stay at home mother for someone, who is not your child supporting someone who is not your husband what are you you can say a dependent which is fine right no i'm not going to say you're a dependent you're an employee you said you <laughs> so anybody you give money to is an employee if you provide ser- if you provide services to somebody essentially for money or services in return you are an employee so I'm, but no, no, I'm saying that. What what are they doing for you? So you saying that? I'm like, so anyway, let's. I'm gonna reel it back. I'm not calling you women out there who you know. That's the at home moms employees. No, I'm not. I'm, I ain't fuck with these niggas. Him and Chef on the podcast been way, way shooting bullets at everybody. But no, man, so there there are men out there who preach this like, yeah, you know, I don't want my woman to work. It's niggas out there. Call it game or whatever you want to. So if it's you game. a nigga out there telling the woman, hey, you know, 
I just, you know, stay at home, take care of the kids. I'll go out, I'll make the bacon, I'll bring it home, you throw it in the pan, whatever, whatever. And she's like, all right, cool. I'm like, as soon as I get pregnant, okay, I'm not working no more. This nigga gonna come home and bring home the bacon. So there's where that, like, disconnect. But that's why I agree with Watts. At that point, well, all right, now we're living within our means. So no, I didn't. I don't know what this nigga selling her. Like, oh no, I didn't say you was gonna drive that Benz. You gonna drive a Corolla? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you you know. And we're not going to Longhorn every weekend. You know what I'm saying? We get go to Sam's, get a, a four pack, and we you know we go cook them shits up uh, with some clarified yeah. butter in the crib. So it's just kind of living within your means, and anybody can argue every side of the point on this one it's just it's just one of those like not even a battle of the sexes it's just motherfuckers and their preference so like like you said I think most niggas and I think this is where the women come in I think most niggas would be like oh yeah let's let's share some of this responsibility financially and I think women are like alright as long as we're sharing the child rearing uh, part of it, because you know, back then niggas, you know, niggas weren't changing no diapers. Niggas just going to going to work and coming home. But like now, if women are doing eighty percent of the uh, child rearing and and home shit, then I can understand their issue with it. But I think that men have also progressed. I think that I think every nigga on this podcast did or does majority of the cooking in the house. Every nigga cleans and. If they have kids, you know, sing lullabies or whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? You do with kids. Um, so I think that, and I mean, I can't talk for y'all. I mean, I can't speak for y'all, but as far as when I've seen y'all, you know, would build fucking full out saloons for his kids for birthdays. So I, so I think that, I think it's definitely getting more towards like 50 50, you know, across the board. But, you know, women women have been brainwashed. I won't say brainwashed, but a lot of social social media was like, oh, you know, if I got to put in on anything, then that ain't no man. You know what I'm saying? Like, if this nigga don't pay all the bills and buy me Birkin bags, then he ain't no man that I, I need. You know what I'm saying? So you get into so that type of bullshit, too. Yeah, we don't need to get into that. I mean, fuck. I don't even want to talk about that. That should have hurt my fucking head. I mean, women operate in a market and niggas operate with requirements, right? Like, nigga shit is, is like, fixed, right? I want a woman who does X, Y, and Z. I want a woman who looks like this. I want a woman who talks like this. I want a woman who brings this amount of money home. This is the baseline, and this is what I want. That really doesn't change from month to month, year to year, whatever. Once a man gets, he gets his check boxes. He'll get seventy five percent of it, ninety percent of it, and he'll be happy for however long amount of time. That's men, right? Requirements driven. Women are market driven. Whereas what was suitable in September may not be suitable in December because it's always. Product A compared to product B compared to product C. You know what I'm saying? And as they go along in life, that can change, right? Like, that was great. I love you for everything that you've done. But this is the way that men are showing their love now. 
and I see X over here doing this and you're not doing this. So I need you to show me that so I feel the same amount of love or the same amount of value as what I see over here. So it's constantly a moving target. You know what I'm saying? That's the that's the differences in love between men and women a lot of the times where men is like, and I think that's where men can get complacent sometimes because it's like, well, I checked all your check boxes. I should be good because that's the way that we love. You know what I'm saying? Like you're everything that I wanted on my sheet. You've checked all my check boxes. I love you so on and so forth. I don't need you to change. Whereas women, it's a nebulous moving target. You've been this, but in five years, I need you to be this. In 10 years, I need you to be that. And you have to be constantly evolving in order to meet those metrics. And I think that's where a lot of divorces and stuff come from. It's you don't evolve in the relationships the way that necessarily that your your significant other wants you to. Um, like, like I say all the time, being married is falling in love with the person who you're married to over and over and over again. And in order for a woman to fall in like if it's five years and that woman needs to fall in love with you again, if you're the same person that you were five years previous, it's going to be hard and that's going to be a situation or that's ripe for divorce. Or in 10 years, you get to that same situation and you haven't evolved and you haven't changed. That's a situation that's ripe for divorce. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of the way it goes. And men don't think like that, but women often do. And I don't think that a lot of people... I think that escapes a lot of men, and I think that's what gets us in trouble a lot of times. That's a really important like thing. Um, I hope people made it this far in the podcast, and they didn't sh- shut you and Chef off so that they could get that jewel. Because <laughs> I think that's the truth. I think I think men don't want their women to change, and women constantly want their man to change. So if those are the the metrics or whatever, like, yeah, I mean, it's on paper fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't think that, like you said, I don't think men think about think about it that way because that's not how, like you said, that's not how we think. Like, look, you, you're good. I like you the way you are. I'm going to like you if you're still this way in five years, nigga, we still going to be good. But whereas the woman's going to be like, oh, nigga, I thought in five years, you know, we were going to be on a yacht. You know what I'm saying? It could be something as easy as that. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, who who knows? Like you said, it, it's determined by the market. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a real interesting point, man. That I wish more people would have made it to here and then cut off the podcast, but it's cool. <laughs> so, time check. Do we have time for, like, one more? We're okay. only an hour and 20, 20 minutes in, man. So. Oh, man. Listen, so we could either did y'all read the Facebook group message today about the sex versus since we're talking about women and men mm-hmm. versus the money thing? What, what, what happened? I think I know what you're talking about. And All I thought right. that was the topic we were going to talk so about. So somebody posted in in the Facebook group, it's in the book. Uh, a woman <laughs> posted Man, this guy dating, and I mentioned to him I'm waiting for marriage to have sex. The guy I'm dating says he's cool with that. And then he mentions uh, that we should go Dutch when they go out on dates because he's saving his money for his wife. She put WTF. I told him that's not cool. That he would, It's not cool that he would not spend money on me because I want to wait until marriage. He says that's not the case at all, but clarifies that just like sex, he should be a good steward with his money and reserve that for his wife. Uh, is he wrong? So basically, 
She told the nigga at dinner, hey, uh, just so you know, I'm waiting until marriage to have sex. He was like, all right, cool. In that case, when we go out, I think we should go Dutch because I feel like I should be saving my money for my wife. Uh, you got a lot of response from that. Women saying that, oh, that's petty, you know, you're a petty nigga, blah, blah, blah. You got men saying that, well, I mean, that's fair. You know, he's doing the same thing she's doing, you know, laying down some uh, boundaries. Oh, shit. What just happened? Hello? Okay. We're, We're still good. here. Yep. So, any any thoughts on that? I, um, so that's, that's interesting. Yeah, I know our group probably said all sorts of fuck shit because the nigga's wild, but that is not, I don't, what, what they're trying to say is sex equals some sort of cost, like 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 a prostitute, like a, a pro, basically. So, and I, don't, I guess I don't see marriage or a long-term committed relationship in that in that way. Um, like I, I know, I was watching this um, documentary about one of my favorite comedians, Patrice O'Neill, last weekend. And he was with his girl for a year before they had sex. Um, because he just was like, you know, I just want to get to know you. I just want to be into you as a person. So I, I don't want to have sex with you. And I think there's some value in that. Like, I feel like I was the smartest person before I started having sex for real. Like, I became real stupid. After that. <laughs> it was the worst thing ever. But... um I think you got to take the transactional piece out of it. I think the point she was trying to make is I want to get to know you. She probably wasn't even going to let him like, let him fuck eventually. But the purpose, I think I think sex like complicates things in general. Just mentally and and things of that nature. And, and there's nothing to say like it ain't like y'all married. Like that nigga could go fuck his home homegirl, his platonic friend, whoever the fuck in the meantime until it, until shit works out. So I guess that's my point of view. Like I don't I don't. I guess I don't see sex as the end all, be all for a relationship or marriage. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a it's a component of it, but it's not the most important one. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, in the situation is, I mean, she doesn't want to have sex. She wants to wait until marriage. And my thing is, I think that I th- I think he was cool with that. Mm-hmm. But if you're gonna withhold until marriage then it's only right that I withhold until marriage. You know what I'm saying? We're showing restraint, right? Let's show restraint that we would otherwise not provide services to each other that we would not provide for a significant other. And for the woman, it's her body. And for the dude, it's resources. Well, well, if we're going to do that, then I don't want to give you resources. And we're cool up until that point. But her response is, what the fuck? And then so you that- think... And at that point, when she says, what the fuck, when he makes his statement, his level of comfort, you made your statement, you want to withhold until marriage, and that's totally fine. And he, whether it's petty or not, right, it doesn't matter if it's petty or if it's nefarious, whatever it is, that's his choice because you made your choice. You can't then be mad at him. You can call it petty or whatever it is. You can't be mad at him because he has made a choice on what he's comfortable with at that point. You know what I'm saying? At that point when you say what the fuck, that's a level of entitlement. Because you felt entitled to whatever resources that he was going to give you regardless. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, 
yes, he was probably being petty. He was probably passive aggressive or whatever the fuck it is. Cause I, well, she don't give me no pussy. So fuck it. I'm not going to give her no fucking dough. I mean, but that's his right to do so. That's his fucking money. Just like it's her body. We would never say that a woman is petty for not giving this nigga the pussy. There's no scenario where we can say, oh, that bitch is being petty because she ain't want to get that nigga no pussy. You, you can't. It's her body. She has a right to do that. A man has a right to do that with his resources. I said this uh, several episodes back. I forget exactly what we were discussing that day, but a man does not get the benefit of withholding anything until a later point in time. Like You have to show and prove. Like, Oh no, you know, wait till we get married, I'm going to take care of you. No, you need to demonstrate that the ability to do that now. You know what I'm saying? So it's not even so much per se that they're bartering, but she might see it that way. Like, no, you can't wait, do it now. But either way, it's uh it's bad. Probably not gonna work out. I mean she's expecting flexibility from him, but you know, she, I mean she's expecting him to be flexible with her, but she doesn't want to be flexible with him. I mean, she she are the, the, just by the fact that she says that I don't want to have sex when before marriage. Off top, she's getting it out there because she knows that this could be some shit that's going to come across poorly, and he's going to have to be flexible to understand that before they even progress in their relationship. So she says that he doesn't fly off the hinge. He doesn't lose his shit. He doesn't say fuck you, bitch. He doesn't say none of that. He's like, well, I well, I'm just going to withhold my money then. You know what I'm saying? Let's continue, you know, whether we're getting to know each other or whatever. And her response is, what the fuck? She's upset at that point. Can a man be upset if he want? Can you be upset if a woman doesn't want to give you any? No, that makes you a, almost like a, it makes you a Bill Cosby almost. It's like, it's not cool. She'll be mm-hmm. hell frowned on. It's, but my thing is, it's, it, it is transactional. It's not, it's not cool. I guess I can, like, if I'm, coming from that guy's perspective my my point of view would be like that's cool we go to dinner every now and then um and like just to get to know each other we talk on the phone we could text or whatever but the focus it's not like your focus is more about getting to know each other to see how we how we work out and that's fine but i'm like but don't ask me for anything like don't ask me to like pay pay um college tuition don't don't ask me for snaps on the Petro. Don't ask me <laughs> to pay a light bill because I'm not going to do any of that. Like, that's not where we are. We're at the point where we're, we're trying to understand each other and, and know each other and like each other for who we are. So I could we could go to dinner and we could go have coffee together. We could do we go out um, dancing and all that type. We could date. But that's that would be the extent of it. And it's going to go. I, it's going to go poorly. You're not. <laughs> Is, so this is why it's going to go poorly, right? Mm-hmm. Because we, we talked about love languages, right? Mm-hmm. And acts of services, acts of service is one of the <laughs> ways that men show their love and one yeah. of the ways that m- women expect men to show their love. So we're not even talking money, right? You live in Chicago and you need your fucking stoop or driveway shoveled. Bitch, if that's your woman, not married, you better go shovel that fucking snow. Yeah. You better go dig her fucking car out. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
It doesn't even have to have a monetary value involved in it. But these are the things that you're expected to do if you ever even get to the marriage point. So oh, yeah, yeah. It's, true. it's like I'm not showing this now. You have to. No, I'm not going to. If 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 you don't show the snow, <laughs> you can't get to the marriage. And if you can't get to the marriage, you can't get to the pussy. Yeah, because by her, is, her 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 use case, that's the, the use is, case. What she's done, because what she's done is she's made this about, you know, because I'm assuming. I mean, I'm, I'm making an assumption. I'm assuming she doesn't want to have sex be, with the guy beforehand because the focus shouldn't be on anything sexual. It should be on something. Should the focus should be on cultivating a relationship between the two of you, and that fo- and so that if we're gonna do that, like. It should. It needs to be based solely on how we communicate, getting to know each other, understanding a deeper under, a sense of each other. But doing things like acts of service and like like getting your car fixed, getting your oil changed, shoveling your snow. That's that's the next. That's another level. Like that that that's a that that's a form of intimacy. Like to your point, like it, it, as a love language, that's that's as intimate as having sex. But it's it's retarded. So, oh lord, <laughs> look from a relationship standpoint, from an intimacy from a, standpoint, from a what relationship? <laughs> from a from a relationship standpoint, from an intimacy standpoint, from a status of two people being in communion with each other, nothing happens at the wedding. Nothing, zero. The relationship that you have as a married person. You have before the wedding. The ultimate relationship that you have as really married people, like old married couple, you get after the motherfucking wedding. After you go through some shit, it's like, oh, we married, married now. After you go some shit. But the wedding part, nothing fucking happens. There's no fucking magic on the wedding night to where you wake up the next day and now you're a fucking super couple. So I don't know... So the wait for marriage part, I get it. The ceremony and all of that great stuff and what's in the Bible, if that's what we're yoking our that's what we're attaching ourselves to, then great. I get it. But from a relationship standpoint, the marriage doesn't matter. Because the relationship is what it is before the wedding. And it evolves into what it evolves into after the wedding. So who gives a fuck what happens at the at the wedding or when we get married? It hey, doesn't matter. I mean, hey. I mean, how do, how do you how Lord do you and be, Jesus Christ? How do you be a power couple? <laughs> <laughs> so, so a couple of things. Have y'all ever got with the freak that decided she didn't want to be free no more? Like right for for you got a number. That's gotta be horrible. Actually, that's yes, that has happened. Yeah, that's that's the worst. Anyway, um, everybody. That's worse than freaky version. Now that I think about it. She told me. She told me. Before, it was like right before I got to college. I was like, I gotta get this shit up off me before I get the fam, because they gonna smell that virgin on me. And she was <laughs> like, I got you. And then, but then she didn't got me. So you know, <laughs> virgin. Uh, I mean, I, so shout out to Howie Bailey. Who? Howie Bailey. You, you name a name. Dry singer. You think she got freaky virgin? Oh. You think she freaky virgin? Oh. Oh, yeah. Her and her yeah, sister are both freaky. Both of them. I'm talking about no, the other sister. The other sister got got into a nasty bag now. Uh, she she's dipping a toe in. Yeah, um, she, she's there and got to though. She got to. 
Like your sister can't be that out and you're like playing like you don't know her concertos and shit on the fucking piano and lace fucking dresses and shit. Nobody wants to see that shit. Um, but no, I mean, I respect a motherfucker who wants to wait till marriage if it's for like religious reasons. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you, you think you're gonna go to hell if you have premarital sex. That so, makes sense. I mean, I, yeah, so that, that makes sense. But yeah, man, um, there's there's no fairy dust um, that happens. I, and really. Whatever you have before you get married, it's it's probably gonna be the same, but intensified a little bit. So if you was happy, you'll be a little happier. If you're sad, you're probably gonna be a lot a little sadder <laughs> after after you get married. It's just that's just how the shit goes. Um, damn, you had me think about freaky virgins and threw me off my whole <laughs> second point. So never mind, <laughs> fuck it, fuck it. But I mean, at the end of the day, like the nigga shit, clearly sex is important to this nigga, right? So I don't. The nigga should have just said, "Well, I don't think we like should date anymore." You know what I'm saying? Like, why, why keep making yourself mad? Like, going out with this chick that you want to clearly want to have sex with. Clearly, she's not trying to give you no sex. So, like, nigga, just call it a day. I can't even cultivate no relationship without no sex. So I don't even know. I mean, I think I could still cultivate a relationship. I mean, I would have sex with other people. But I mean, we could still like I said, we go to go to have some coffee at Starbucks. We could go. Uh, but you think that you could like, cause it's gonna get to a point where you're gonna be like, come on, man, I done shoveled your snow. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Oh that, yeah, though. you gonna try to but, still but cultivate but that pussy? But you're not gonna be happy. That's what I'm saying. Like she's, she still wants all like rights and privileges as a girlfriend nigga that's what you do as a boyfriend like you shovel the fuck the snow you fill up the gas tank you do all these other things you you know pay for meals do all this other shit you know what i'm saying or if you don't do it and you'd be like well uh, nigga shoveling snow is a form of intimacy and you don't want to be intimate with me that's gonna be a constant argument and you're just gonna resent her. She's gonna resent you. Like these motherfuckers just need to go ahead and pack, pack this. Yeah. You gonna fuck it around? I mean, it's... Yeah, but I... she only said that to that nigga because she didn't want to fuck that nigga. Like that nigga might be ugly. He might be only make sixty five thousand dollars a year, and she wanna um not work. So uh, no, it could be all or, sorts of no, things. Or she, she could just be full nigga. of. She could just be full of shit. Sometimes women are just full of shit, and they just say things Perfect. because it sounds good. They saw it on a meme. And I'm gonna tell this nigga that I wanna, I don't wanna have sex until marriage. Like, okay, great. And niggas peep game. He, he, he might play that game. He didn't peep game. Cause he didn't peep He should have just been like, all right, cool. Whatever. I remember a girl told me she was a virgin, and I was like, all right, cool. Oh man, right. you know, no, never mind. She wasn't, but I was like, you, all right, whatever. We'll he wanted to go tip for chat with her. You're right. All right. So I mean, do we want to talk about how? Women don't think that men are any men are out of their league. How they Wait, what's so, this? so 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 here's the here's, here's the here's the bass awkward. Nah, shit. Nigga, that, that's that's a different. It's a whole different take. But go ahead. So people were talking about what was this? We were talking. It was the Lisa Bonet topic, where Jason Momoa. That's his name. I need to He way. came back. And everybody was like, yeah, nigga, you better come back to your queen. Fuck it right. Come on home, baby. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, that's not the message that I took from this. What'd you get? Because I'll tell you what I got from it. What'd you get? Women in general 
in this generation, not the women in my generation, they're a different type of woman. They're a different, I mean, they're a great woman. These new women are so trash. <laughs> yes, that's what it was. That a nigga goes out into the world and says, mm, no, sir. I'm about to go back to my committed relationship. Women are so trash that when men are now like, I'm going to be in my fucking committed relationship because this is bullshit. That's a hell of a change, nigga. These new women are niggas, dog. And it's tr- like, like, it can't be two niggas, man. You putting a square peg in a, a round hole, man. That shit ain't gonna work. Women have broke niggas. Niggas are now broken. Like, nah. I, I don't want no parts of none of that that's going on out there. My nigga, um, my nigga divorced. He says all the time, he's like, this shit awful out here, man. I hate these motherfuckers. Like, he, he hates it. So, he's like, he's like, it's just not cool. Like, new mother, like, and maybe it's a matter of it's to your point, it's younger, the younger generation. And I'm like, well, you can't talk to no younger girls. You get to talk to motherfuckers your age, but in general, that's the consensus. Like, it's just really bad. Like, they just, they all want to be um, hot girls and uh, savages. And unless shit. you're JoJo, you got a, you got the fucking gift. You know what I'm saying? Everybody doesn't have the fucking gift. Like to me, I would, I would be uncomfortable. In no, today's dating world, whereas JJ, yes. he's probably fucking dancing no. jubilee. First of all, first of all, you know, I, I don't like all my chicks that I dig dig on are like the Nia Longs and shit. So you know, <laughs> I I can't even talk to them young girls. They act which I don't. Uh, nah, that ain't that ain't me. I. You know, I'm an asshole too, so I get frustrated by stupidity. You know what I'm saying? And like, I'm fucking stupid. I just be like, oh, you just dumb. I don't know shit about shit. And that, that's a, that's the one of the biggest turnoffs. So I, I like, I haven't tried to dip my toe in no young in no young young tail. So, I don't know. I don't know how it would fare, but I haven't even opened that Pandora's box because Pandora 35 and she don't know shit. That's how she did. Thanks. What was the, the out-of-your-league question, though? I wasn't out-of-your-league, man. We should probably say table it. But just how, like, women aren't taught that anybody's out of their league. Like, they feel like they can get them. Oh. Like, if they fuck around and they're in a room with Trey Songs, they can get them. Or if, you know what I'm saying? Like, they can just get any nigga. But, like, I don't know if niggas just, I don't know. We teach each other, like, oh, nigga, you can't fuck with her. Or niggas just peep game, like, oh, nigga, she, she only fuck with, you know, NFL niggas. You like, you just kind of like, no. yeah, I already know how that's going to be. Like, oh, nigga, you can't handle that. You know, type of shit. But I think that women get thrown dick so much that 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 doesn't even cross their mind that, like, oh, maybe this nigga's out of my league. Like, for example, I got a homegirl, like, in Nashville, like, and I went home, and she was like, I need to go the way you at, because ain't no niggas down here in Nashville, and, like, nothing against her, right, but she's probably five foot 360, right? So she, um, like, she not in the gym, nothing like that. But, like, she thinks, like, she should have her. She was like, I need, you can get some of your friends. And it's just like, that ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, it never crossed her mind. Like, maybe 
these niggas go to the gym, I don't go to the gym. You know what I'm saying? And it's just kind of just, and I don't know Kevin Samuel shit, I just kind of noticed that it's like, well, niggas will take some pause like, I ain't even gonna try to holler at her. You know what I'm saying? I ain't no, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Women be like, nigga, you know, I, I get that nigga if I want that nigga. But men are also, it goes back to what I was saying before about a market versus requirements. Let's take a shopping example, right? Niggas will have $1,000, but still go into the store and buy exactly what they want. These are the J's I want. They're $200, and I'm going to fucking buy them because this is what I want. It's the same thing with women. This type of chick that I like, I like a slim chick, you know what I'm saying? A slightly athletic body, you know what I'm saying? Either short or long hair, not medium hair. This is what we're going to go with, you know what I'm saying? And that's what they leave the store with. You know what I'm saying? And they're perfectly happy and content with that. Whereas women will go into that same store with $1,000 and say, what can I buy with this $1,000? Because I'm going to spend $1,000. I don't know what I want yet, but I know I have $1,000 because this is my worth. This is my buying power. So I need what, what is the best thing that I can get with $1,000? So when they get into men, it's that market mentality, right? I deserve this. And this is what the market says that I should have. I make this amount of money, I have a master's degree, I'm somewhat cute, I'm funny, I have X amount of followers, I should be able to get a nigga that's over 5'11 and a half, that makes this amount of fucking money, that has this type of fucking hair, that has no kids, and they have this fucking baseball card that's in their fucking mind that they say they deserve. So they're not shopping, they're just looking for a nigga that falls into that motherfucking window, and that's where the shit gets caught up. You know what I'm saying? That's where the shit is backed up, fucked up because they're not shopping for what they like. They're shopping for what they think they deserve. So a lot of times, a lot of these motherfuckers don't deserve that. You know what I'm saying? That's where we get like these chicks who fucking work at fucking Hardee's and they're looking for a nigga who fucking works for motherfucking Goldman Sachs. Like, bitch, that's not your lane. You know what I'm saying? Even though that's what's on the baseball card for you or what you want or what you think you deserve, that's not your fucking lane. And that's where they get into trouble. And a lot of times women get frustrated. Why can't I find a good man? Because you're not shopping for what you like. You're shopping for what you think you deserve. And your fucking barometer, your thermometer, your thermostat for what you think you deserve is fucked up. Well, you have to take that market concept and kind of put um, and pull, put a mirror in front of it then. I mean, because that's the gap. Like, Because if you, if you play the numbers game, um, like I had a homegirl, she was talking about how she's like, She's like, I need to get me a husband next week. Like, that shit's easy to do for one. But she was like, I, I'm sick of this shit. I'm, I'm sick of having to take care of myself and pay all the bills and da-da-da. And I was like, I, I, I see this shit. I understand her, her her pain, you know what I'm saying, like her perspective in terms of, like, shit sucks, I'm sure. It's a lot of work. Um, But, like, I, I'm like, yeah, you got to put that mirror in front of you, man. Like, there's a lot of things. Like, you have a good job. Um, you own your own home. Um, but on the other hand, you know, I mean, you're not like a looker or nothing. Like niggas, like niggas is shallow in that sense. Like we, like you said, we have a list, and the list is mostly like aesthetic shit. Like that's the the the, the top of the list. And then we go into like, is she a good person? Does she have a good a kind heart? You know, what I'm saying, does she work hard and all that shit? But at the very top is like, is she like five eight, um, one sixty? You know, what I'm saying, like it'd be some bullshit like that. And I was like, thinking of the hunger, I'm like, man, you got to look at the, I mean, you, you're asking for a whole lot right now. 
But Chef, we gotta get out of that mindset, that. bro. You said that a man wanting what he wants, if he likes a woman that's pretty, is shallow. We gotta get out of a mindset that the things that men want lack value, and the things that women want do lack do have value. I don't. You know think, what I'm saying? I don't think like it's shallow, but that's what the market says. Too. But, but that's but, like, but that's what I'm saying. But like, like that's that that's what fucks the game up because it's like eventually we get on in this thing, and men's opinions become forfeit because. Where it's looked at, uh, niggas and shit, all they want is some pussy, all they care about is this, all they care about is that. And it's looked at as shallow, and the value is taken from it. So at that point, our opinions and our feelings lack value. Because everything that we value is like a foolish man, it's a foolish man who built his house upon the sand. It's that type of situation, you know what I'm saying? But everything that a woman views is valuable. And that's not a good way to build relationships. If everything that I value and everything that I love is forfeit and everything that you value and you love is impactful and and fucking artisanal and all this great shit, how are we ever going to survive in a relationship? How? Because I'm going to be the one that always has to sacrifice my fucking feelings or sacrifice the things that I value because we already started on that footing. That's, I mean, that's the things that men and women have to work on collectively as genders if we're going to continue to move on in this man-woman thing. Because right now, it's a constant back and forth between men and women on, this is how I feel, your feelings are shit, but this is the way that I feel and this is the way that things should go. It is very lopsided right now, and men's feelings are very much forfeit. You, I say this every fucking, every other episode. Men wake up every fucking morning, turn on social media, and you will see a post that men aren't shit. Instantly. Facebook, Twitter, IG, whatever. Men aren't shit. These are things that women do. These are things that men do to make women's life shit. Right? And then, an hour later, you'll see the same post saying, men need to go to therapy. Men need help. Men need to go talk about whatever for mental health. Why the fuck do you think men need to go seek a mental health fucking professional? We're constantly bombarded with images, audio, and depictions of our feelings are forfeit and men aren't shit. So why would our mental health be positive? You know what I'm saying? And that's something that needs to change. I don't have that problem anymore. I'm in a great relationship. Me and my wife, we don't have that negativity towards each other. We don't badger each other that way. But just me inside looking out, like it's a very toxic relationship of Women in mass versus men in mass. You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't seem healthy. Especially to cultivate relationships that ultimately want to end in long-term marriages or whatever the fuck the goal is now. I agree with you completely. And I, I, I feel the same. I don't have those issues either. But, I mean, you see it. I mean, because you have spouse, you have friends, you have sisters, you have you have women in your life. So you see that shit either way. But again, I think it comes down to the mirror shit. Like you have to get you to assess yourself. And I think men, it's easier for us to do that shit because we're the ones trying to, I mean, from a traditional standpoint, we're trying to put ourselves out there to be chosen by a woman at the end of the day. I mean, I, I mean, we could say the dynamics have changed, but I think that's, that's what it is. Like you, you put your best foot forward. Like you wanna, you wanna look fly. You wanna have money in your pocket and shit like that. Have assets, or whatever. Um, but 
and you want to be chosen in that sense because you uh, want to be like, oh, this, he has shit going for him and things like that. But women have to do the same thing. Like we all have to do, put in the work. It, it can't be one sided. But you don't have to take my word for it. Kevin Samuels will be proud of us for shitting on the women tonight. That wasn't shitting on women, dog. You know that. You've rocked with us this far in the podcast. Obviously, you like something. Go ahead. Visit Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Show your love. Show your support. We love providing quality content for you guys. We do it absolutely free of charge. We do it out the kindness of our heart. But the way that you increase our footprint, increase the popularity of this podcast, is to support. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And as always, if your shit is hot enough, it just might be on the show. Now, for the with all due respects. With all due respect, keeping with the, I guess we're coming off the heels of a man and woman topic. I'll just close with this since this is the closest topic to it. I've said this before on the podcast many times. No man on this planet has ever won at woman. No matter how much money he's made, no matter how nice he's been, how funny he's been, how many clothes he's owned, how cool he is, how emotional he is, how compromising he is, he is not one at woman. And that's not to say that women can't be pleased. It's not saying that women can't be pleased. But it's just to say that no man has ever won this game. No man has ever gotten this shit all right. And we're talking about millions upon millions, hundreds of millions of people that have been and walked on this earth, right? That have not achieved the goal of winning at woman. So what does that mean, right? That means that, you know, we need to look at the way that we approach each other. And understanding that a man will never be able to achieve the the goals or the end goal, the ultimate goal that a lot of times women have for men. You got to look at him for what he is and how hard he's trying, the effort that he puts in, the energy he puts in to make you happy. Because we talked about love languages throughout the show and acts of service and so on and so forth. And men think, I can't give her everything. I'm not going to ever give her everything that she wants. But I at least want her to appreciate and know that I busted my ass to give her everything that I could. And you have to see the value in that. You have to see the love in that. You have to see the hard work and the journey that a man is willing to put in. If he never if he never makes it, right? If he never makes it to the finish line. If he never makes you ultimately happy. If he never gets that yacht that J. Joe talked about. If he never gets those ultimate goals, you still have to appreciate the work that he put in to try to get you there. And that's where the love resides, you know what I'm saying? That's where the money resides. That's that's where it's at, you know what I'm saying? And that's what you have to appreciate from your significant other, from the man that loves you, you feel me? Like I said, we'll never win. We'll never get it all right. We'll never get to a point where we fully satisfy you. That's just the nature of being a man. But appreciate the journey, you know what I'm saying? When you see men that you're dating, you are swiping left, swiping right. I don't know which one means what. But just know that the man is putting his best foot forward. You know what I'm saying? He has the courage to engage you, go on a date with you. And even though he may not meet that mark that you talk about on Facebook, you know, y'all all do the report card on Facebook. Let me tell you how this nigga got it wrong. He used the wrong second person plural when I asked him this. His participles didn't agree. Like, whatever the fuck it was, understand that we're not perfect, man. We we want to please women. We want to get to know y'all. We want to try to meet the goals. 
but we're going to ultimately fall short. Like I said, no man has ever won. No man has ever gotten it all right, with all due respect. <clears throat> with all due respect, I guess keeping with the relationship topic, um, I guess coming off the, I guess not really off the heels anymore, of uh, Valentine's Day, um, all my single people out there, it's okay to be single. Um, single is a great time for you to do some self-reflection, uh, especially if you just got out of a relationship. Um, a lot of times you can pour into somebody so much that your cup is empty. Um, and you might need to refill that up. And what you fill it up with is up to you. Um, sometimes you have to figure it out what you want in your cup right sometimes you have to figure out what makes you happy now because you spent so much time dedicating um all your efforts into making somebody else happy that you forgot what makes yourself happy so if you're single um don't rush it uh that's the worst thing you can do um and if you've been single for a long time and it's worked for you keep riding that shit out man don't let uh thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinners or you get invited to baby showers or wedding showers or shit uh, fuck with your uh, your mental health uh, there's nothing wrong with you uh, you still look good maybe I mean but you're probably still a beautiful person inside um, but figure out what makes you happy you know what I'm saying and uh, that way when that special person does come along you know, uh, they'll be attracted to that because happiness attracts happiness with all due respect. Uh, with all due respect, um, I'm going to continue with the relationship thing, but it's coming from a different angle. So this past Sunday, um, my family celebrated my grandmother's 90th birthday, which is a huge milestone. Big deal. Um, definitely a big deal. Issue is, I haven't talked to that portion of my family about six years at this point. Uh, things happened that there was a huge falling out, and it was pretty much on all on that part of the family. Um, no need to get into details, but at any rate, I haven't spoken to that part of my family in in six years, um, with maybe the exception of a few words at my father's funeral. funeral uh, in two, in 2018. So when I, when I decided to go to, go to the, the birthday party, everyone was kind of surprised. Like, Oh my God, I can't believe he's doing this. Like he's, he's really gonna, you know, see them. Uh, I, I brought my, my daughter to my grandmother. She hadn't seen, she, I mean, I think she knew I had a, a, another baby, but she hadn't seen my, my oldest since she was like in a, a little, little girl, like a four, four year old. Uh, she and she never saw the new baby, so introduced her to the new baby. <clears throat> and when I looked at my grandmother, my grandmother looked like a 90 year old woman. She looked like, and this is coming from a woman that was very high energy. My grandma was mean as fuck, but she <laughs> always real, real high energy. Um, always, still, she cut her yard well into her 80s. Like she was just a very independent in that sense. Um, but she looked like a nine-year-old woman at this point. I mean, she has all her mental faculties, but she's just much older. Um, 
as much as people like family do you wrong, and that just that's just a part of life. Like everyone's not gonna treat you the best. Like there's gonna be ups and downs in any sort of relationship that you deal with. That's just life. Um, but we all have an end. We all die, and you have to be mindful of that, of that type of stuff. So I'm taking my own advice um, to 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 shut down grudges um, with people regardless of the circumstances, regardless of how things started, ended, whose fault it was, none of that shit matters. Because we all we all die. Like like in and when that ends you there's nothing that you can do to get that shit back. It's over. It's 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 a, a dark void and and you can't fix it. So I'm gonna go see my grandmother. I'm gonna go over to her house, I'm gonna bring my children and we're gonna and we're gonna build because I don't know how much time she got left, and and, and you got you have to be has to be realistic with myself about that. So I'm gonna take my own advice and build those relationships. And that applies to anything. Like if you have someone that that, that hurts you in the past, um, and you think you could fix it, fix it. I mean, because there's value in that. You know what I'm saying? Because this life shit ain't forever. With all due respect. With all due respect, um, I think it's important that you do whatever works for you in your given situation. A lot of times, uh, especially with social media, how prevalent it is today, we become beholden to memes and uh, these uh, phantom stories that pop up, like, what would you do in this situation? And it's important to just kind of do whatever works for you. I think the traditional gender roles are no longer. Um, a lot of things are not the same as what they once were. But if you really in something for the long haul, you really intend for something to work and want to go all the way with it, you know, I'm sure a lot of stuff could be figured out and it doesn't have to be made into a big deal. So I think it's just important to... Um, know make sure you're on the same page and if, as long as y'all do what works for y'all i think everything will be okay don't have no wild and crazy expectations um that you place on somebody without their knowledge uh that's a recipe for disaster but just um you know make sure y'all are seeing eye to eye and shit should work out with all due respect